Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is The Nightingale. Now, this one comes from IFC. It is written and directed by Jennifer Kent, and uh, it stars... I'm going to have to pull out IMDb for this one because... Do not want to mess this up. Aisling Fran... Francioce... That was brutal. I'm sorry about that. Anyway, she stars as a woman named Claire in 1825, and she is an Irish convict who was saved by this British officer uh, to kind of do work for him and pretty much keep her as a slave. But, you know, this is what she could do for her and her husband and her baby and, you know, uh, all, all these officers that she works around kind of abuse their power and really kind of make her feel like garbage and... I will just say that something happens to her family um, that prompts her to chase after three of these British officers who kind of committed this harm to her family, and she sets out for revenge. And she also comes across a, a ab- Aboriginal tracker named Billy who kind of helps her along the way. And he is a black gentleman, which is very important in this story, in this context, because of the time period and how uh, people of, of color were treated and just treated very poorly. And so she had to be very careful taking him with him. And he knew the risk going into it and stuff, but he wanted to help. And uh, that's kind of our journey is just them two finding out where these officers are at so she can get revenge on what happened to her and her family. So going into this, I was super excited. Jennifer Kent made the the Babadook uh, about five years ago in 2014, and that movie blew me away. Using grief and uh, sadness and any type of human emotion you can think of and apply it to a horror film and creep you out, but also take away the, the empathy that you feel as a human when you go through these situations. It's just, it was such a perfect blend. Uh, for that movie and it was uh, directed with such vigor and intensity and creativity I just I absolutely love that movie so anything that she wants to tackle I'm on board when I heard about this film and I knew she was doing it sign me up I'm good to go Um, and and so when I saw the trailer for it I was like this is going to be an experience on a physical level (laughs) Uh, in the movie, and mentally as me, as an audience member, knowing the kind of plot going into it. So after watching the movie, it is it is a visceral experience. Um, on a artistic level, on a story level, mentally, it's just, it is something to behold. I don't know if it's going to go in my top 10. It is a brutal watch. But I will say, for what she was trying to accomplish, it was effective and really kind of stunned you when the credits roll and you're like, wow. I, I, I enjoyed that ride, even though it was hard to look at sometimes. It was the harsh reality 
1825, and Jennifer Kent went full on in there. She did not hold anything back, and she just went for the most um, kind of in-your-face type of violence and depravity of, um, of you know, just humans. And it's just, it's really sickening to watch sometimes. So I love the film, but there's a huge asterisk on it that just says, even though I love it, I don't know if I want to watch it again. It is one of the more brutal watches I've sat through all year long. But that's what she was going for, and that's why it was effective. So to go off of uh, Jennifer Kent real quick, she she astonishes me as a director. The Babadook was a fantasy kind of horror drama. This is a period drama that mixed in with the revenge thriller. It's just... She she kind of takes all these different genres and kind of puts them together into an interesting experience. And this one, it, if you like the Babadook, just know going into this one, this one is brutal on every single level. Uh, imagine watching like I Spit on Your Grave or like The Last House on the Left, uh, The Hills Have Eyes, like those type of brutal horror films. And just kind of amp it up and uh, make it a, a great film artistically. Yes, what she shows is um, absolutely sickening. And it really kind of affects you on an emotional level and on a mental level. And she does not shy away from this grossness uh, that these officers kind of do um, to her and her family. And... Her not shying away from it really makes the journey more satisfying. And seeing her getting up after getting beaten down, having this this fury and this rage to go after these men who wronged her and her family, and seeing that seeing that that kind of anger in her made you feel angry. You were along with her every step of the way even though that she was kind of flawed herself because when she comes across her tracker, he is black. And so she still is a little prejudiced because most people were uh, back in those times. And so even with that, even with her being flawed in that regard, I still wanted her to work with him, get to where she needed to go and really uh, kind of humiliate these, uh, these officers that did this to her. And so uh, the, the absolute just astonishment in the uh, directing, balancing between this really kind of grotesque imagery, this revenge thriller, this beautiful friendship that her and Billy formed towards the end of the movie, the way it is shot, the way it is constructed, the sharpness of the editing. It's just, it moves with such energy and uh, uh, velocity, but also takes its time to let you soak in it's beautiful imagery and production design and costumes. It's just, it's a film of 1825 made in 2019. And that, that is, it's such a great thing to witness. Cause you feel like you're watching this old timey movie that would have come out like in the early 1900s or late 1800s uh, when film first started, but it was made with a modern eye and it's stuff that can be applied to today with, uh, uh, how men abuse their power or how anyone abuses their power, how people discriminate. Like 
that that's what's so great about this is that this is a story that you know while it is fictional it's loosely based on real life stories like this that would come out uh during those days you know almost 200 years ago but it's still stuff that could be applied to now so making a film that feels fictional feels uh, like a period of uh, drama grindhouse movie, but still has the the um, the the themes that we, can be carried on into modern times. And once again, she does it with balance. Um, and also, uh, the last thing for Jennifer Kent and her directing is that she uh, is able to apply some horror elements too. When they're in the woods tracking down these officers, um, the main character starts to lose uh, her sanity a little bit. She The isolation starts to get to her and really mess with her head and it really um, provides for some really great kind of nightmarish sequences that where I go, okay, that's her, her Babadook um, kind of flourishes coming out a little bit. I, I love it. So it, once again, a good blend because if you were to, if anyone else were to tackle this movie and have this very harsh subject matter and it was was able to kind of dive into horror a little bit and even have like some comedic beats to it, it wouldn't have worked. But once again, it's all about balance. And you want to see the these characters succeed. Um, you want them to just be at peace with themselves at the very end. And it's just, it's satisfying. It's such a satisfying journey, uh, even though it's really hard to watch sometimes with the um, graphic nature of the film and the discrimination that is all throughout this thing. It's just, it's absolutely disgusting behavior, but these two characters are like the, the two bright spots of, of humanity. And, you know, they highlight that they're very, you know, they're in the minority of like, you know, at least decent people that live throughout this time. And you just want to see them overcome these terrible people and become these heroes, um, in their own story. And so, yeah, Jennifer Kent's directing phenomenal. Um, as far as the actual acting goes, it is it's it's kind of incredible how the main character Claire, how she starts the film, how she ends the film, what's her journey in between because in the beginning she is she is a convict but she's also kind of in her own form of slavery a little bit. And so, you know, she's very compliant. She, you know, yes sir, kind of puts her head down. She doesn't have that fight in her to um you know speak up if things are going wrong or whatever and you know that's how it was you know women were told to shut their mouths and so she complied she did all that and then you know when this event happens to her she turns into a very very angry filled woman rightfully so wanting to go after these people and it's such a switch in her character and her performance that was really kind of astonishing because anyone that tries to overact being angry or overact being, you know, kind of subdued or quiet, like it just, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta make it believable with the switch. Um, and I, I think that she does that pretty well. Like you're on her side every step of the way. Um, and you know, when she interacts with her tracker, you know, she starts to become more friendly and we start to see her open up and she becomes, uh, you know, more empathetic and stuff. It's just, it's all within the performance of going from 
this emotion to this emotion to this emotion to the very end. And you're like, wow, what a journey, not only for her character, but for that performance in particular. Um, I'm going to get to the, the, the one actor in just a second, but the tracker, Billy, I'm a, I have to read this off my phone because there's no way I was going to remember it. Cause I'm terrible at pronunciations. I apologize. Bikali Gunnambar. I, I hope that's, uh, pronounces, I hope I pronounced that correctly, but he is the gentleman that plays Billy, the tracker. I, I, I love his personality. He's such a, a welcome kind of warm welcome uh, to this story. He's a guy that knows that he is black in this this time period. He knows that he's he might get killed if he goes off into the wrong direction, but he has to survive, and so he takes this job. He knows the risk involved, and he, he has a very, very, uh, kind of, like I said, warm personality about him. You just want to hang out with this guy. He um, He's a really great individual, and, you know, he kind of explains to Claire at, you know, one point in the movie that, you know, he and his people have been uh, berated by white people. And, you know, he has lost a lot of people in his life. He's seen a lot of horror in his life. And, you know, she kind of opens up about her story. So they're able to connect on that level. And it's just, it's such a, a deep relationship that they have that I found really convincing and found really welcoming in this it really hard to watch tale about the grossness of power and how it's abused and just, ugh, it's just it it's a tough watch. The person that's uh, committing all these atrocities, Sam Claflin, plays the main British officer that kind of encourages other people in his battalion to commit all these crimes and he he's definitely like a weenie because he asks other people to do his own bidding he doesn't really do anything himself um and so he commits all these things he is terrifying he is disgusting he is a despicable human being i was convinced that i was not watching sam claflin i was watching this british officer abuse his power and I'm not going to say how it ends, but when you get to the ending and you see how uh, belittled he gets, it is so satisfying. Because you're like, wow. Like, you are a garbage human being. You got what you got. And so, um, he, he is he's mind-blowingly good in this movie. I, I cannot believe that he went to those dark places. That is not easy to do as an actor. But he he went there 100%. And just having it under the, the direction and the you know kind of guidance from Jennifer Kent, I'm sure it was not an easy thing to do, especially if you're a woman directing this movie. So I, I don't know how Sam Claflin did it. Good job to him going to, to those dark places. I'm sure it was not easy. But he did a phenomenal job. Like every single person in this movie... Committed 100%. And I just love following um, all these characters, whether they were good or bad, and wanting to see the good guys take over, excuse me, the bad guys. It was just a really satisfying revenge thriller to watch. And on top of all that, like I said, the production design, the costuming is really great. It really kind of highlights that time. And it was really well 
um, executed in detail, and I really appreciate those those minor things that make these type of movies. But the cinematography, it's a four by three ratio, so it's boxed off, so it's not widescreen in sixteen by nine like you see most movies nowadays. It is boxed off like an old school movie, and that just enhanced my experience. Once again, it felt like it was just a product of its time, even though it was made in two thousand nineteen. You know, so it works in that front. It also provides as a claustrophobic type of experience because everything that's happening to this woman is really tense and just makes you feel uneasy as you're watching it. But you can't, you feel like you can't breathe. You can't break free from all this uh, atrocity that's happening in front of you. And so the screen kind of emulates that. It kind of closes off everything um, about the story and just kind of makes you kind of hone in and focus on all these close-ups and everything that's going on, and it just makes you feel like you have anxiety. And so that also kind of plays into the cinematography. And then uh, not only that, it just provides for some beautiful framework. It's really symmetrical, and it you know it feels like it's not showing everything because it is boxed off and it's not widescreen, but it's still gorgeous in its own right, really highlighting the, the forest, the... Um, the characters positioning them correctly. It's just, it's a really very meticulous type of filmmaking, especially when you're filming in that aspect ratio. And so kudos uh, to that. So I don't know which much more I can say about this. Sorry for the long review, a lot to talk about a really hard watch. I cannot stress that enough. If you do not like these types of movies, I'd say probably skip it. But if you're in to the, if you're into filmmaking if you're into films that make you feel angry, make you feel satisfied, make you feel heartbroken, you want to get up and pump for joy at the very end, or if you feel terrified because uh, there are a couple of horror sequences in this, if you want to watch, you know, a great relationship between Billy and Claire, like it's just it's got everything that you want in a movie. Jennifer Kent bouncing into every single direction, but ultimately coming back to the middle. To make an experience that was unforgettable. And I will definitely remember it until the end of the year. So thank you Jennifer Kent and thank you IFC uh, for this film. It is something special. So a Nightingale, The Nightingale, I'm going to give it an A. It's it's good stuff. Um, just, just give me another warning. It's a strong R rating. But um, definitely worth it if you want to watch uh, really great filmmaking. So an A for me for uh, The Nightingale. Uh, oh, speaking of, just real quick, the Nightingale uh, did not know what it was, and when you find out what the job is uh, at the beginning of the film, and you hear Claire kind of per, uh, do that job, her singing's very, very, uh, very good. I, I, that's all I'll say. Um, very angelic voice um, that plays into the end of the movie. But once again, I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Sorry. Uh, so, anyways, let me know what you thought of the Nightingale down below, or if you've even heard of it, or what you thought about it. All that, and uh, that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee, and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.